Hey gang, this is Lisa Peck, and welcome to Revive with Lisa Peck podcast. I am so excited about helping you learn how to be more relationally attuned. In a world filled with struggles and conflict and tension, I hope to make relational health fun and easy. Not all of us need therapy, not all of us can afford therapy, but I believe all of us can grow more wise and insightful and engaging in the connections we have with ourselves, with others, and with our God. I'm convinced that all of us can learn the art of calm, of awareness, and of investing relationally. Through my podcast, I hope to give you an opportunity to listen and maybe even practice with your own people. And in so doing, together, we get to help usher in a relational revival. Welcome to Revive with Lisa Peck. Hey gang, holy mackerel. I looked up and it was the last week of October Where has the time gone? My grandma used to say that time seemed to speed up the older you got. She spoke this to me when she was in her 70s and I was in my 20s. At the time, I thought she was crazy. Turns out she is not wrong. So the infamous they in podcast land suggest I do weekly podcasts to keep continuity with my listeners. However, that puts me on performance and feels like a lot of pressure. I do have a personal goal to be consistent with my recordings, and life happens. My hope is to make our lives a little simpler and a lot healthier through growing and learning together. That does not include putting undue pressure on one another to perform under another's expectations. We are frenzied enough. I made multiple attempts to get interviews recorded, Yet there seemed to be one blocked goal after another. I found myself feeling frustrated and exasperated. Those emotions, while super valid, do not have the fingerprints of this guy I know who lived in perfect peace. So I dropped the rope. Another way to say it is I quit fighting to make something happen and surrendered my best laid plans until I was able to return to a place of rest. Honestly, It's been a pretty big internal fight for me. I'm guessing I'm not alone in my predicament. In our accomplishment-focused, self-reliant culture, ceasing from work or asking for help is deemed as weakness. I simply disagree. We can change our culture one person at a time. So, today is my attempt at that. There will be no interview. This podcast is devoted to being still, mentally resting, listening for that quiet voice that is choked out by the myriads of voices vying for our attention. This podcast is about practicing stillness in the form of prayer. Many, many, many people, most would label themselves as strong believers, do not pray. I hear it's too difficult, or we're too busy, or gosh, we don't know how, or we just feel defeated because seemingly God doesn't answer our prayers. If you fit into any of those categories or have another one, then today is your day. Above just about everything, from counseling to being an aunt, I love to pray. I think it's because I love to talk. And I've learned through the course of my 50-something years that God is never, ever irritated by me or what I say. Granted, that aspect of his heart has not always been well represented to me. 
Heavens, I get on my own nerves sometimes, but I do not have the power, nor will I ever have the power to get on my Savior's nerves. So I talked to him a lot. For the past 25 years or so, I've even learned to listen to him. We plan our way, but he directs our steps. Whether you turn to the right or the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. I actually believe that stuff. Today, I'm going to give you the chance to think, to listen, and to pray. So, are you ready? Here we go. Heavenly Father, we come before you seeking solace. You are Prince of Peace, the Great I Am, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. Enable us, Lord, to shut the distractions of our day outside the door as we prepare to praise you, to listen, and to receive from you all that you long to pour into our hearts today. Teach us what it is to come at life from a place of victory and a place of rest in your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so here are the directions I'm going to give to you. I've prayed. Now I'm going to read some scripture from Mark chapter 6. I'm going to start in verse 30. You can read along if you want to, or you can just listen. I want you to be thinking about what you hear as if you were one of the disciples with Jesus. Make special note of the man Jesus. What do you notice about his character as I read the events of his experience? When I finish, then I'm going to give you an opportunity to offer your thoughts to him in the form of praise. It's easy. Lord Jesus, I praise you because you are, and then you fill in the blank. If you're able to write each quality down in your journal or a piece of paper, go for it. Some of you might be listening while you're driving, so simply keep a mental list. I'd like you to shoot for 10 character qualities you glean from the passage or what you know about him. I'm going to give you the first few just to get you started and then give you some time with instrumental music in the back for you to share your praise with him. So again, Mark chapter 6 starting in verse 30. The apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and taught. Then, because so many were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. I just want to pause for a minute. Isn't that a beautiful invitation from the Lord? All of us have crazy busy lives and it's so refreshing to hear the Lord invite us to get away and be quiet and rest. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. But many who saw them leaving recognized them and ran on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. By this time it was late in the day, so his disciples came to him. This is a remote place, they said, and it's already very late. Send the people away 
so that they can go to the surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. But he answered, you give them something to eat. They said to him, well, that would be taking eight months of a man's wages. Are we to go and spend that much on bread and give it to them to eat? How many loaves do you have? He asked. Go and see. When they found out, they came back. Five and two fish. Then Jesus directed them to have all the people sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups of hundreds and fifties, taking the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to his disciples to set before the people. He also divided the two fish among them all. They all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces of bread and fish. The number of the men who had eaten was 5,000. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to Bethsaida while he dismissed the crowd. After leaving them, he went up on a mountainside to pray. So I want you to think through all that you just heard. They were really busy. They were super tired. And yet Jesus was moved with compassion. So I want you to be thinking, if you were there, what might be going on in your head and in your heart? What do you see about the man Jesus? So let's start together. Lord Jesus, I praise you because you are compassionate. I praise you because you are faithful. Lord Jesus, I praise you because you are sacrificial in your loving attention. Now it's your turn. Add a few more. You can say them out loud or you can say them in your heart or you can write them in your journal, but just offer him some praises based on what you see in the scripture. See, that wasn't so hard. Remembering to acknowledge who he is and being intentional with my praise is simply a habit. It just takes practice. All of us can find a spare minute. Do you know that's all the time I provided after reading? Just one minute. Whether you're in the grocery store or between errands or waiting in line, all of us can offer up a minute worth of adoration to our Creator. 
I like to do this exercise to help me focus my heart and mind toward his presence. It helps me to listen. In fact, I'd like to direct our final minutes together with one of my favorite listening exercises. Most of us, if we're in the practice of praying, spend all of our time pouring out our thoughts or requests to God. I find it much more rare for people to listen to what he longs to say to us. His thoughts toward us outnumber the grains of sand on the seashore. It might be fun to actually listen to those. His word says he rejoices over us with his love. Let's ask him what he likes about us today. Now, a word to the wise. God is not going to speak to you anything that does not line up with what his word says or what his character demonstrates. Yet many of us are reticent to receive his loving affirmation because we're afraid we're just making it up. Well, I go back to his word. John 10, 27 specifically. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. If you are asking him a question, it seems likely he would like to answer you. Let's just go ahead and assume it's his voice for this exercise. Who of you, if one of your kids or a friend asks you a question, would simply stare at her and say nothing? We're asking our Father to speak to us. Let's trust he actually wants to do that. And just like last time, I'll start off with a prayer. That way you'll know when to start listening. It sometimes helps to imagine he's sitting right there with you. So Lord, your word says that you're with us wherever we go. You never leave us nor forsake us. You're intimately acquainted with all of our ways. You hold 92 billion light years in your hands. You put the stars in place and you name everyone and you count the number of hairs on my head. You long to be gracious to me. You rise to show me compassion. So God, make your way known today. Would you speak to my friends? Prepare our hearts to listen to you and what you delight in us today. You rejoice over us with your love. Would you do that now? In Jesus' name. So now you simply ask the Lord, what do you like about me today?
Holy Spirit, seal with your love the words that you spoke to our hearts. I ask you to set a guard around our hearts and our minds, our very bodies. The enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But you've come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. As you've spoken your delight over us, what you love about us today, I trust that you will protect us from the fiery darts of the enemy who would want to confuse us, who would want to distract us, or who would want to deny the words of promise and love that you've given to us. Confirm through your word what you have spoken, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, congratulations, gang. We took an important step in growing our prayer life today. Let me recap. Number one, prayer is a conversation. Make time to talk and to listen. Number two, when starting out, begin with simply giving praise to God, verbalizing your adoration, or giving thanks. We practiced that with reading a passage in scripture and noticing what character qualities jumped out at us as we read about Jesus, but it's not limited to that. You could go for a hike and praise him for 10 objects of beauty. If you're eating out after the meal, you could go around the table and invite everyone to share something from the meal that was just eaten for which he could be thankful. Keep it simple, but do it often because it develops the habit. Three. God has a lot to say, and not all of it is about correcting our behavior or teaching us something. Sometimes he just longs to share with us what he enjoys about our presence. Make time to listen to or for that. Write down what you heard him say, because it will become your journey of faith as you look back on his steps of direction in your life. In addition, When you write it down, it's easier to see his words a bit more objectively. We always want to make sure what we hear lines up with the word of God and the character of God. If I keep it all in my head, that gets harder to discern. So try, if you can, to write it down. If you've enjoyed the podcast today and are interested in more practice, I have a listening devotional CD that I recorded years ago called Receiving from God. It's now in an mp3 format on my website, revivewithlisapeck.com, in the online shop. I'd also like to offer a word of thanks to Jessica Brandon for sharing her musical genius with us. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast, Revive My Soul. I pray you feel more grounded. I'll close our time with the words of Paul Young, author of The Shack, Every human being is holy ground if we have the eyes to see it. Until next time.